Hello and welcome back to my channel. My name is Joy Nandy and I'm the writer of QOS that you can see in my previous videos. Ever since I launched this book, my latest book on wealth, and that and this book explains that it is our birthright to be wealthy and to be prosperous has generated a lot of interest and I've also received a few phone calls from relatives and friends. Now, because this is a new topic, I mean, it's ancient, but very few people know that we are meant to live in luxury and prosperity and that the pursuit of wealth, it is it's not sinful. In fact, it is recommended. This is so only in Hinduism. So when I've been, we have been receiving feedback from people who are not Hindus, and um, and they say it's bold and it's good, but you know certain set our old ways of upbringing have knocked this idea of money down so much that telling us today that when somebody tells us today that it's okay to be wealthy and rich seems not completely right. Now, this is what this book was born to do. It is, we have been conditioned, we have been really conditioned into lack and poverty. Folks. We have been conditioned into lack and poverty by the words others have used onto us ever since we were young. And these were people who actually did not have any wealth. And so they talked us out of it. In the West and in the Western culture and in their spiritual philosophies, the saying that money is the root of all evil exists. So when this book is seen by such people, it comes as a shock to them. But this is not so in Hinduism. All these things that we have heard about money being evil was in the West. But unfortunately, in the East, very few spiritual people have told us that wealth is within our life's purposes. Now, there are four purposes in life, according to Hinduism. And, and these are known as the Purusharthas, which is explained in this book. And also explained in this book, Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha are the four purposes every human being has to achieve. Now, Artha is wealth and Kama is pleasure. Now, these are things, these four, these four purposes has to go concurrently with the four stages of life, which is also explained in this book and in my previous videos. The four stages of life is Brahmacharya, which is the student phase or the, uh, the, the phase where you're actually studying and, um, and you're practicing all the righteousness. And after that, the four, the four stages, you have, after the Brahmacharya phase, you have the householder phase, which is where most of us are. This is the Grihastha phase. This is a married and householder phase. Now in this phase, you must go for wealth to maintain your family, to maintain yourself, and to maintain the community that you're in. 
and also to help the society and the country with your wealth. After the Grihastha, so the, the, the most important part of the four stages of life, which are Brahmacharya, Grihastha, Vanaprastha, and Sannyasa, which I'll explain later on. Or you can get the book to read yourself, that's why it was made. And um, it brings emphasis to the Grihastha, which is the householder phase, which is where a lot of us are, are in. And it shows also by a publication by Ramakrishna, that it is Ramakrishna mission, that it is the most important phase because it is the only phase that has an income generating element to it. The Brahmacharya, the student phase, there's no income. The, the student doesn't earn any money. The Vanaprastha, which is the retirement phase, also is a non-earning phase. And the Sannyasa, which is the renunciate phase, the last spiritual phase that you're supposed to enter, is also a non-earning phase. So if you take all four phases and if you think that I'm not supposed to earn any money, how is even your sannyasa, how are your churches and your temples and your ashrams going to survive? How is the retired people going to survive? Who, are they going to have to work for themselves? Are they going to have to earn money till they die? It doesn't sound right. How does a student go to school? How does he pay his fees? So it is very important to realize here and not be blinded by Western teachings and all of that, all because they are, in, they are in English and nobody has bothered to translate Sanskrit, ancient Hindu literature into English and explained it in a modern fashion. And that's why we believe money is evil because that's the most common uh, knowledge that's going around. And even Hindus believe that. It is not true for the Hindu. For the Hindu, Read these four stages of life. Please go out there and get this book immediately. Read about the four stages and the four purposes of men. And you'll fully understand why each of us, especially householders, need to earn money to survive. And it is divine. It is very much divine. Money is divine in our culture. Money is not divine in the hands of non-divine people who hoard them, who use them for crooked purposes, who only use it for themselves and to meet their own ends meet and for nobody else. Money is not divine in the hands of such people, but money is divine in the hands of good people who will use it for good causes and to help others. So this video is a special, a separate video from the rest of the other ones. And uh, it's an impromptu thing because I just received from a, a call from a good friend of mine, Jinder. Um, and we talk a lot about this now and i've also had previous uh, discussions with some other people and somebody asked earlier today um okay i understand money is required and all that but how does it become a sin so that question came from a non-hindu also so and and so for him and under I, i'd rather not use religions here but of course um they they find it hard to work there to get it around their heads as to how how is it a sin but that's also something a lot of hindus don't know but which is also explained here now i've already explained this in one of my previous videos where i explained at the kurukshetra kurukshetra battle which is in the bhagavad-gita that arjuna did not want to fight the battle but because he was because he was a warrior and his dharma as a warrior is to protect the country and if he does not do that, he commits a sin based on his dharma. So similarly, as explained earlier, 
as householders, as grihastas, we have to earn money. And by not, by dharma, we're supposed to earn money, to maintain the brahmacharya, to maintain the grihastha, which is us, and to maintain the vanaprastha, the retired people, who will be usually our parents. And then also to maintain the sannyasas, the sages and all of that are going around preaching the word of renunciation, also relies on your and my money, yours and my money. So there are every, every, the four stages of life and out of the four stages of life, only one stage is the earning phase and that is the grihasta, which is the householder. And this householder's income supports and pays for the three others. Now imagine if the grihasta also doesn't earn money. I'll leave you with that thought. As always, thank you so much for spending your time with me and to my friends and anybody else. Please watch all my videos and please also get a copy of this book. This is not for sale, but it's actually to make us all wealthier so that we stop relying on others when and we can earn this money and prosperity for ourselves. This book also further explains the steps on how you can achieve that. It explains that you are the factor, you are you as a soul, is what actually attracts money into your life or wealth and anything else. And, and it also helps us break down our limiting beliefs that money is not good, money is the root of all evil. All this nonsense are explained here and how to recondition the mind and the soul to attract positivity, wealth, happiness, and, and health, good health. So you see, health, happiness and wealth are all in one point. If you are spiritual, you get to access all three. And there's absolutely nothing wrong for a spiritual person to become wealthy because it is yet his birthright. And wealth in the hands of somebody spiritual is in the excellent and the best place to be because such a person will share it with others. Thanks again for spending your time with me and I look forward to seeing you again in my next video. Please take your time to watch all my other videos. I've taken the time to explain to you in great detail what all this, this book is all about and this new way of thinking that wealth is for all of us. I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you very much. Take care.